0: Welcome to Exit 43, the show where you'll learn about things you never thought you wanted to know about. My name is Jordan Fenster, and today I'd like to introduce you to Anya Kupchinsky. I think she can best be described as the angel of all pit bulls. Here she is describing her first time breaking up a dogfighting ring, though I should warn you, some of the imagery is graphic, and you may, not surprisingly, Hear some of her own dogs barking in the background.
1: It scared me a little bit the first time. I sort of thought it would be, you know, a bunch of really rowdy, crazy dogs uh, that were all, you know, trying to get to each other. And I was really curious about how we would keep them all in our care uh, safely. And actually, it's amazing when you when you meet these dogs. They're uh, they're like a special sort of sweet. I mean, I'm used to the pit bulls being very sweet, but these dogs are really starved for. Uh, attention and and they really see people as uh, just like a, a big cookie. They're so excited and they're all just like incredibly wiggly. I don't. I think in the, the five years I've been with this team, I think maybe there were like two that were a little sketchy with people, and that was only like you know if you handled them wrong or if you were like giving them shots or doing something. But they they're really incredibly sweet dogs.
0: That's the thing about Anya Kupchinsky. She won't say a bad word about any dog she's rescued, and she's rescued a lot of them.
1: Uh, I fostered over 300 here. Um, and then, you know, I, I don't know. I've been involved in quite a few. I worked at quite a few shelters. And um, so there's been lots of dogs that have come through there. And then uh, through the ASPCA I mean, we've probably, I've worked on probably 10, 8 to 10 cases. And each of them have been, you know, somewhere from 20 to 50 dogs. so
0: Kopchinski runs her own rescue company called Pit Stop but she works with the ASPCA busting up dog fighting rings and then rehabilitating and fostering the rescued dogs. Keep in mind, these are pit bulls that have been kept in illegal dog fighting rings. They've been trained to be fighters with fear and pain, kept in the worst conditions in groups of hundreds of other fighting dogs sometimes.
1: Pretty horrific. I mean, they're, um, we've had like 16 pound puppies that are on 40 pound chains. Like they're, the way that these dogs are really forced to be aggressive is that they're all usually, especially in the outside caches, they're all in kind of chain circles. So they, they're all very close to each other, but they can't quite get to each other. So you've got a lot of frustration uh, building up. And then once in a while, some of them do, you know, get, get free and, and stuff happens. But they're really, they're just in basically like in mud and dirt. And, you know, sometimes they have access to water, but not usually. And they're in really bad conditions. And we were just able to take them you know, I wouldn't say where we're taking them is the best situation in the world. It is still like a warehouse, because unfortunately um, animals are considered property under the law, so we can't, we have to basically just keep them as, as evidence until the court cases are over.
0: Kopczynski explained that these dogs are not usually aggressive against humans. They wouldn't be very useful if they couldn't be controlled. But they've never learned basic doggy types of things, like how to navigate stairs, or how to walk on a leash.
1: You know, some of them are so scarred mentally by what they've been through that some of them don't uh, don't end up making it out of there, and that, that is, you know, tough. Um, it's a tough thing to watch dogs that, you know, didn't do anything wrong have to suffer the consequences. So, I mean, some of these dogs are really put through the ringer, and some of them, um, you know, have really been fought to such an extent that they can't be placed out as family pets and uh, so that's that's tough I mean if they have some serious dog aggression where they're going to 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 really hurt another dog we you know we have to take into consideration the public safety Um, but but all of the dogs at the ASPCA are fully there's a whole behavior team and each of them are fully evaluated and um, we do work with them as much as we can, but sometimes it's just sort of quality of life until the court cases are over, which is really tough because you get really attached to these dogs and, you know, some of them we've been working with for years and rotating in every two weeks and, um, and really have gotten to see as sort of our, our own pets. But, but it's nice to have, at least I get to see the, the part where they, they come here and they, all of them that have come here have gotten do- adopted. So that's been pretty awesome.
0: I asked Kopchinski to say a little bit more about the first dog she ever rescued from a dog fighting ring, the first dog fighting pit bull she ever fostered.
1: I was a little nervous at first, you know, bringing one of these dogs home to live with, with my dog. I wasn't really sure, you know, how that would go, knowing their background. And this dog was like 10 years old and uh, she had no teeth. They were all like filed down. And um, and she had had some, some issues. She was uh, pregnant and had some issues, you know, with her. With the babies, she was a little bit aggressive with them. And it was like, I wasn't really sure how it was going to go. And she, she just came in here and like, you know, the TV scared her. Everything scared her. And, um, and then she just ended up like, you know, the first night she curled up in her little bed and was playing with her toys. And it was just like a beautiful, they really, it, it amazes me how quickly they get used to something that they've just never, even a 10 year old dog, like something they've just never experienced before.
0: More on this in just a minute.
1: Exit 43 is a production of Hearst, Connecticut Media. If you like this podcast, please consider subscribing to our newspapers by visiting ctinsider.com. Find more episodes of Exit 43 on our website or wherever you go for podcasts, including Apple, Google, and Spotify.
0: Welcome back to Exit 43. We're talking to Anya Kopchinski, who rescues dogs trapped in dogfighting rings. We'll talk a little more about what it's like to break up a dog fighting ring and rescue the dogs themselves. But I think it might be valuable to hear from Kopchinski how she got into this in the first place.
1: No, I went to college for sociology, but I, um, I started at actually the Stanford shelter. Um, I was volunteering a lot there. I went to go get a cat at some point and uh, just kind of got, got intrigued. And so there was a group there that was working and they were doing a free training class to the public and the shelter dogs every Wednesday night, and so I started getting really involved in that. And then, uh, probably within like three months, I was I was hooked. I had a foster dog, uh, and she was a pit bull. And that's kind of how I got into the pit bull thing. Was I. Uh, brought home a dog that I, you know, it was just a dog in my book. I had no idea what a pit bull even was. And um I lived in an Avalon building and I wasn't allowed to have her and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a weight issue. It wasn't she wasn't a, an aggressive dog or anything, but they just said just because she was a pit bull. So I started calling around a bunch of places and I saw that every single high rise in Stanford had the same had the same issue. It didn't matter, you know, what size she was, what what her temperament was, it was just the breed and so I started really getting into that and that was unfortunately kind of what was in a lot of the shelters uh, that I've worked in and primarily that's that's what fills them or those are the dogs that are there the longest. so so they were kind of my uh, my playthings and I could practice on all of them and then I got really into uh, the behavior side of it and started doing some training and um, probably five years ago I decided to start my own to start pit stop with um, a couple of other people.
0: It's important to know that these are criminal cases
1: even just right down to like the seizure of animals. I mean, you have to have this, the, the right um, photographic evidence and you have to get everything the first time and you have to really navigate what's, it's, it's, a, it's a cruelty case. So um, you have to be really careful and especially because the dogs are considered property, they're really, it's very easy for people to get these dogs back if you can't prove the right thing. So, I mean, you could say, I just have a hundred pit bulls in my backyard and like there's, you, you, you know, you're not necessarily fighting them. A lot of our work is kind of trying to help shelters figure out uh, how to prosecute correctly so that, you know, it, it is worth it because it's a lot of expense for a county shelter to, to spend if it's not if it's not going to work or even if it does work.
0: Extreme animal cruelty is a federal crime. And the FBI started tracking animal cruelty cases a few years ago.
1: It is technically, but it has to all be done the right way.
0: But Kopczynski explained that even football player Michael Vick pleaded guilty to financial crimes, not animal cruelty.
1: Michael Beck, I don't even think went to jail for any
0: of the dog fighting stuff. He served 18 months for conspiracy to travel in interstate commerce in aid of unlawful activities and to sponsor a dog in an animal fighting venture.
1: You know, you can say whatever. Um, it's really hard to prove, prove cases. We did have, um, I think, one of the dogs that I took, Paisley, the guy had drug charges as well. And he did end up going to jail for I think 45 months or something was his sentence. But um, you know, he had 45 dogs and was running a full scale ring. And I don't, it's its hard. It doesn't, uh, it's a lot of work for little payoff for sure.
0: The good news about all of this is that things are changing. Michael Vick's case had an effect.
1: There was a time a, and still in a lot of uh, states these dogs are just systematically euthanized if they're taken as as cases. So, uh, actually, and before Michael Vick, I would say that that was pretty much standard. So, the one good thing that you can say about him is that he brought some uh, light to this, and that people were uh, concerned about what was happening to these dogs after they were seized. So, um, actually, a bunch of his dogs ended up becoming therapy dogs, and um, there's whole books on them. And a couple of them had to be sanctuary dogs, but they all they all made it out of out of that health. So that was pretty cool. And I think it started, um, we, we took a dog from a different case that wasn't with the ASPCA from Michigan. And that was the first time that they had ever been able to place any of those dogs. So it is becoming more, I think a little bit easier for children. I think people know that these cases are out there, but that they're kind of steering away from them because it's a lot of work. And it ultimately, if it ends up being euthanasia, it's a really hard thing to decide to do. So I think we're, we're, we're putting in a lot of work, which is cool.
0: And of course, Kopchinski loves to watch these abused animals be rehabilitated.
1: They come in so scared and like none of them have seen stairs and they're just like shaking. And to see them, as soon as they see another dog, they just kinda like light up and they watch the other dog to figure out, you know, how how life is supposed to work and, and they follow they follow my dog around and it's just it's really beautiful. So
0: This is Exit 43. My name is Jordan Fenster. If you have a story you'd like to tell or just need to check in, please send an email to jordan.fenster at hearstmediact.com. Thanks for listening.